Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio should play the villa. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly used to smoke the seashells. We about to talk about Bushy Peaches. Lilo DiCaprio should play the villa. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly used to smoke the seashells. We about to talk about Bushy Peaches. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. Oh my gosh. My favorite actor. <laughs> Give me that bag when you're done. <laughs> Our favorite actor. Yeah, this is uh, the sloppy Yeah, that, that <laughs> threw me off because you decided to say a very whack punchline. Uh, but you already know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention an individual who make up the name of this here, John. Hello. And we don't need that. All right, you already know who it is. It's your boy, uh, Leo Archibald, also known as Leo the Average, also known as Mr. Invisible. Uh, but you can also call me, like, you know. Johnny Depp? He is, is he even Mr. Invisible? I think or he got the recast. Invisible Man. Yeah, I, th- I think he got recasted because since Lee Wannell's doing it, it's somebody else. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a Slim Nady, aka okay, Slim Pickens. Uh, it's almost football season, so you know what that, t- that you know what that means. It's uh, Ben Nathless Burger. No. Nene Smith-Schuster, uh, Names Connor, no. and he better earn his name this year, Names Washington. <laughs> uh, you know we don't mess with Michigan around here, it's uh, Naven Bush. <laughs> um, and then, you already know, man, it's uh, Nate Inferiors Presents, Naves and Shaw. Also, you can call me Nady Stories to Tell in the Dark, <laughs> <laughs> The Nathan King. Dora in the Lost City of Nate. Once upon a time in uh, Holly Nate. (laughs) 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 Heart of Nating in the Rain. (laughs) The Nation. Spider Man Far from Nate. Nate Story 4. And also, I've never heard of this movie, but Bring the Nate, the movie. What is Bring the Soul, the movie? BTS, the little. Korean group that be boogieing about eight members. Oh, the the boys. Is it all boys? There's the girls in there. I believe it's all boys. Some look like girls. And I, <laughs> so that they, means it's your favorite group. Nah, they was rapping. Okay, they was rapping on uh, some of their songs when I was watching Saturday Night Live. So <laughs> uh. I was feeling it. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> it's also the one and only Fitbit Messiah. Oh my gosh, is under construction because I need a new. Uh, uh, Wrist attachment, whatever those things are called. <laughs> and, um, Roly. For one, I forgot we were recording. I was just sitting there. <laughs> uh, it's your boy, Joaquin Pennyzoyf, a.k.a. Pusher K, a.k.a. Kanye, Taylor Joy, Van Zandt, a.k.a. Cool Breeze, a.k.a. Fossil Man, the real Fitbit Messiah, a.k.a. Raymond Kane, Hoodie K, the big man, big night, king sleep, the bar technician, sweet lady, Oh, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime, I'll be there when you need me, just call and receive me. 
All right. Enough of that smooth jazz. You seen any uh, new movies since the last episode? Let me go ahead and look at my list like I should have did before the show even started. We uh, we already talked about Hosmer Shaw? Nope. <laughs> I could. The I game. truly cannot, could not remember. I think they came right after the okay. last one. I'm just, I'm I just seen Hobbs and Shaw. I cannot remember <laughs> what, what right. else I watched. All right, I saw that movie as well. So, what'd you think about Sean Hobbs? <laughs> I thought it was a real good movie. Uh, of course, it fits in with the the uh, Furious franchise. It got a Tyrese all up in his, <laughs> up in his feelings, of yeah, course. Yeah, we're going to talk about Tyrese a little later. Big box office movie. The action was good, even though pretty much knew all the different scenes that was coming based off of how much they showed in the trailer. <laughs> but little surprises were funny. I, I, well, I kind of figured, after seeing some hints that Kevin Hart and Ryan Reynolds was going to be in the movie, Based on the way people were putting Deadpool on the Hobbs and Shaw poster, well, and the way Dwayne or Dwayne the Rock Johnson just seemingly out of nowhere saying Kevin Hart's the smallest uh, helicopter pilot or something like that, or air he's the smallest air marshal I've ever seen. Well, so I'm like, to uh, I wonder if I'm assuming <laughs> they're in the movie. Yeah, he didn't because he didn't hide that pretty well. Yeah, so yeah, well yeah, I thought it was a good movie. It was entertaining. It was funny. I like that they ended up bickering from beginning to end rather than, <laughs> you know what, you are a cool person like they normally do in these movies, and then they become a great team. After they saved the day, went right back to arguing. <laughs> Called the cop on them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I liked it, too. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. Like, is it, like, my favorite Fast and the Furious movie? No. Mm-mm. But it was still exactly what I wanted. I wanted ridiculous action. I wanted uh, fakeness all across the board. Got plenty of that. And I wanted comedy. So that's exactly what I got. And then um, got those surprises that I thought were very funny. Ryan Reynolds was funny. But Kevin Hart scene, when you first see him as the air marshal, had me dying. So I, I really liked the, those little inclusions there. Because they they kind of like kept the feel of the, the fast movies, but also made it kind of their own. And so I thought that was cool. So if this movie does get a spinoff, which... <laughs> Based on the money it's pulling in, it's looking <laughs> like it's gonna be literally. They're gonna like, Dwayne, you, you think you can get them soon over, over the, over the, over the hump next time? Yeah. So they're really gonna have to really think about it instead of it being automatic. But I really, I hope they do another one because this was entertaining, the action pack from start to finish. Mm-hmm. I mean, jeez, and then they had the fake moments. My favorites was when um, Dwayne Johnson was jump. He jumped out the building to go after Idris. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was running down the building. They yeah, running. They was running. He was flying down <laughs> while fighting people. That was cracking me up. And then once they got in the chase on the road, I ain't never seen the. <laughs> I've seen your typical Fast and the Furious. They driving the car and the car goes under the truck. Oh yeah, but I ain't never seen what Idris Alba's character did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what he did was wild. He went under two trucks that were <laughs> passing at two different times and maneuvered his m- motorcycle. I ain't never seen nobody's body move like that. Yeah, how did the wheels keep <laughs> on the ground? It was so smooth. I'm glad they put it in slow motion. Yeah, so we can see, <laughs> see how he did. <laughs> I was, that was probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. He, that dude really was. I mean, he is, you know, not real. Part man, part machine, but he was cracking me up. 
Uh, what are the notes? Only two things I like is them not even mentioning really uh, the other Shaw brother. Oh yeah, that was a little annoying. Apparently I, they did, but I didn't hear it. Yeah, I, I heard that line, but I thought he was talking about Idris as his brother. Oh, at the but, end, yeah. I think they mentioned him before that. I think when he visited his mom in jail. I think they. I read somewhere she said his name. Oh, I, I surely think. didn't hear that because I was. I read several articles where they say they didn't even mention him in the movie. No, they probably didn't. Cause and, I say because I didn't hear it. So when I re- when I was reading that he was in that part, I was like. Did then, I crunch on my popcorn too loud? Then there was all kind of theories that this movie was takes place after Fast and Furious 9. So that's why we don't... There's gaps and stuff that happens. Because the way they was talking, they was all already doing all kind of missions. <laughs> I mean, it I sounded like surprised. his brother was dead already. Yeah, we- and then some people said that that villain talking at the end, well, talking throughout the movie, might be his brother. And that, that was one of the theories. And then, but the other thing I didn't like is when they were showing, for one, when they were showing the flashbacks of when Shaw and his sister were kids, you can at least show another brother. And yeah, that's what I was wondering, like, dang, they was close. He went and killed somebody and almost tried to kill the whole Fast family for yeah. his brother, so why isn't he in any of his flashbacks? Yeah, that's weird. And the other thing is, they showed them being around the same age, but in real life, Jason Statham's in his 50s, and that girl, I believe, is in her 30s. What's the problem? So, so... Who is she playing older? Is Jason Statham playing? You know Jason a- Statham has de-age. <laughs> he's playing a young man. When they because uh, they, in the movie they mentioned a little uh, a little nod to him being an Italian job, and I recently looked at a picture of him in the Italian job. <laughs> he looked so old. He looked he looks much younger now than he right, did in the funny. Italian job. Like this dude is really aging backwards. Yeah. <laughs> if he's playing, I want to know what age is he playing. Is she playing very old? <laughs> I mean, we, we're going to discuss some of the logic that was not used in this movie <laughs> at all. He's 30. So they probably don't <laughs> like care about 30. ages. Yeah, you, you know they don't care about age. Even though when they randomly, in Fast and Furious, when they randomly showed uh, Dominic Toretto's age, yeah, and you're like, he's almost 50. <laughs> Why is he still getting into this type of shenanigans? How old was he when? Ages don't matter. Because if, all right, so let's say I was probably 15 years before, meaning he was probably about 35 doing all that nonsense with. He should have been in his 20s. <laughs> yeah, he was out. Yeah, they age weird in this franchise. Uh, but uh, what did I take these notes on? Oh, yeah, so. If they do another sequel, it really seems like they're hinting that Ryan Reynolds will be in it. Yeah. Don't tease Ryan Reynolds in these type of movies and then don't bring him back. Because <laughs> he was in all, felt like all the end credit scenes, which ain't no need to have three. Yeah, I, I only seen two. <laughs> <laughs> there was, did you see the one at the very end? Which one was that? At the end of the credits where uh, Ryan Reynolds says uh, he shoved a brick into somebody like the joke he was making earlier. In the oh, movie. yeah, I saw that. There was that one, the one where... It, Jason Statham was about to go to or get arrested. Oh yeah, I didn't see that one. Oh, okay, yeah, he's a. They was they the the what's called? Then they make like another joke with the name. Uh, How the was his his or uh, when they had the um, passport or whatever when the Rock was when they was in the airport and his name was something like I can't remember. It might have. But I, if they said in that scene, I was probably zoned out. But basically, he was at the bar. And of course, Dwayne Johnson was in the or Hobbs was in the the gym. Called him. Basically, had the cops waiting for him outside. <laughs> I was like, dang, that's me. Y'all just saved the world with each other, and you still called the cops on him. And then I forget the other one. But I was just like, y'all could. There was no need for three. Yeah, I see, man. Um, 
And we are going to talk about Hobbs' sheer ridiculousness when he was parasailing down the CIA building. <laughs> um, we already talked about Brixton flying under the truck. Um, when Hobbs told his daughter that it was a code red, uh, it was some serious stuff that he was involved in. But you couldn't tell from a look on her face. It's like she already knew her dad was going to be fine. He was going to save the day. He'll be she back home eventually. Uh, we said Is that the same daughter from the... Nah, they recast her. <laughs> like, you ain't got the chops to yeah, do this. I was looking, I'm like, she ain't stay around the same age. Yeah, that ain't possible. You don't got the chops. <laughs> Even though they could have aged her, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Hart came on set. It was funny. Uh, of course, again, someone falls off a cliff in a fr- fast movie uh-huh. in a big old vehicle. It is okay to fight afterwards. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, I love the scene with the attachments of the, the cars. Because them cars was just being attached by those chains. Yeah. Like they had magnets on them. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's logical. Well, I don't know. If they do a sequel, they set the bar so high off jump. See, I liked all those crazy scenes. Like these movies, like, see, what I like about the Fast and Furious movies, they have like one scene you can go to that's like, nah, that's what I'm talking about. That's some grade A fake action. This one, it had a bunch of like, all the scenes were entertaining, but there would be nothing like, that I put like at the top of the fast, uh, like at the fast list of great fake action scenes. There was just a bunch of really good ones. So if I was to critique it, I would want a little something more special in the action department. Um, I thought there was an overuse of slow motion in that final fight against Brixton. <laughs> I was like, okay, like the the teamwork element was dope, but they just felt like they was using too much slow motion. That's around the time I was falling in and I sleep. <laughs> no, yeah, you got to take, take a nap. Yeah, you know it ain't me in the movies unless I fall asleep. Um, the scratches on the what's her name, Vanessa Kirby's face. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, they disappeared after maybe a day, and yeah, that was some quick. those some deep scratches. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I didn't know she had healing powers. Um, and then when we see Kevin Hart for the second time, he has a haircut. Yeah, that I did notice. <laughs> like he filmed this like a year apart or something crazy. And mind you, it was supposed to be like maybe a day apart in the movie. So you got I mean, people get haircuts. Yeah, you, got, so. you got quick, quick fade. Real quick. It re- yeah, it really does. It really did throw me off. And then at the at the start of the battle in Samoa, it is pitch black outside. Then within seconds, uh-huh. it is bright as day. It was they was <laughs> they was fighting at probably around four, three or four. <laughs> I was I just I was watching. Well, like, wait a minute, and they fought for several hours. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, there ain't no way it goes from midnight outside. To, <laughs> it looked like it was the peak of day, about two p.m. I was like, I don't know how the sun in uh, Hawaii works. Oh, <laughs> it's man. above my head. <laughs> But um, so let me before we move on, let me pull up these funny things that I was reading about the Hobbs and Shaw. Um, so it was like this is from Screen Rant. And it was like our ten biggest unanswered questions after Fast and, or, or Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. First, why aren't there time zones in Hobbs and Shaw? Because <laughs> maybe was, for one, when they were showing at the beginning, their life simultaneously. That didn't really bother me because I just assumed that was happening at two different times. <laughs> But uh, when they were traveling, mm-hmm. they were traveling so loose. They were driving over places that was like have eight hour differences, uh-huh. and you couldn't really tell. And <laughs> wasn't she fighting this virus that was like forty eight hours or something that was going to kill her? <laughs> it was something. And that's what the original concept of the movie seemed like it was. And then it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I didn't. I didn't care about the story because <laughs> if I you think about the story, the story don't make no sense. Um, the we what was uh, wasn't that the beginning when they were. Didn't they say they did a mission together already before? Probably. I promise I heard them say that. Then I assumed they was talking about 
uh, fighting against Charlize Theron. But then I, then they said something else that made me think like, they don't even know if they're acknowledging the Furious family that they ever did stuff with them. I mean, Hobbs quietly did. He, I mean, he didn't say their names, but he said, I saved the world. This would be my fifth time. And then I counted in my head. I was like, yeah, it would be the fifth time he actually <laughs> saved the world. All right, so. Because he got fast, or not fast five, but fast and the Furious six, mm-hmm. Furious seven, seven. Um, eight. Fu- yeah, the fate of the Furious. And then this would have been the, I think that's five. That's four. Okay, six, maybe- seven, eight, this. Okay, then maybe he said four he times. The, he was the bad guy kind, good bad yeah, guy. In five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then maybe, maybe okay, maybe this is. Did he say five? I, I did feel like he said five. Maybe, yeah, maybe this might be afterwards. They just like let me just let's just throw this like, way ahead in the future, just in case something happens. Um, okay, then you got uh, Isa Isa Gonzalez. They made a big hubbub about her being in the movie. She wasn't even in it that much. <laughs> a scene, <laughs> and that, you don't even know what the purpose was. Her character was. Yeah, they hinting at it. They see they setting up their little Fast and Furious universe. Um. Oh yeah, they said they was said why were uh, them two looking for a killer virus before they found out about Hattie and the snowflake? I don't know. <laughs> um, how why how did Hobbs not know that Hattie was Deckard's sister? He ain't got the good intel like we think he does. <laughs> uh, what happened eight years ago between Deckard and Brixton? Uh, maybe prequel. Um, oh man, that is something <laughs> I I do not want to see. <laughs> Uh, Ederson, Jason Statham yeah. with maybe uh maybe uh what's his name the other Shaw, <laughs> Owen yeah Owen Shaw and then uh, why was Brixton the only upgraded uh, Eton soldier or whatever that place was called well, who is uh I don't even Eton's or Edeon's myst- or mystery director and what is his history with Hobbs I heard an interview from Dwayne Johnson where he said that's what they were trying to get Keanu Reeves to play but then ultimately it didn't work out <laughs> so it's not like they don't know who is who's gonna play that role. Uh, how did they not uh, detect Hattie was hacking their guns at the end? I don't know. <laughs> and then why did, uh, no, I don't care about that one. And then it says, where is Owen Shaw? But what I really like about it is that whole time zone. <laughs> they were just taking plane flights yeah, clear across country <laughs> and not much time was passing. Yeah, um, that was funny. All right. But yeah. And there was something else with the timeline related. That makes sense. Where they, let me type this in and find it, where they was going back through all the Fast and Furious movies and trying to figure out the actual timeline. Let me type this in. These movies, they just tell you to uh, just cut disbelief. Timeline. Let me go with these movies. Let me see. Trying to find this article. Oh, gotta be from this year. All right, we can keep going until I find this. All right, will you see any other movies since the last episode? I think that's it. All right, watch show. A few other stuff I'll Chris Breeze on through. Um, you never heard of Chris Breeze? <sighs> Famous martial artist? Nah. <laughs> All right, on Netflix, I watched a film called I Am Mother, starring some girl and Rose Byrne as the voice of the robot. Oh, yeah, I forgot I, I had started watching that movie and fell asleep, I believe, before the credits ended. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. So it was cause... coming on. <laughs> Woke up, 
Netflix was asking, you still watching? <laughs> like, clearly not. <laughs> I'm like, nah. <laughs> and I will never come back to this. <laughs> You're not missing anything. Because I was reading the reviews. It got great reviews. They was hyping it up like, dang, this movie is like one of the type of movies you just can't talk about without spoiling. I was like, okay, let me watch this. Nah. Like, I get, like, his message. The message is fine. The delivery it got to be more entertaining. There's just so there's a lot of great movies out there that are very slow and just really rely on like just the story itself. This movie is just it was just too bland. It didn't build up to something that was truly entertaining or truly truly like worth it. Like I said like the the final message like the end of the movie like like you know when everything is explained and stuff like like all right that's cool, that's cool. But it was just the lead up to it was just so Blah. I was not rock, <laughs> rocking with it. And then at the movies, I saw a film by the name of Yesterday, starring your boy, don't know his name, yeah. and <laughs> Cinderella. Uh, not not Brandy for all you uh, you biased black Cinderella fans out there. <laughs> but uh, what's her name? Uh, what is her name? I have no clue. I'm going to type it in just because it's going to drive me insane, but... Yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> like you don't, <laughs> you don't have to be like a be- true Beatles fan or even a Beatles fan to enjoy the movie. I thought it was good, just like the storyline. Now, Lily James—that's her name. Lily James, Himish Patel. I don't know if that's Dev Patel's brother or whatnot. <laughs> I don't want to sound racist, uh, but I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't say so. <laughs> um, Ed Sheeran had a big role in this movie. Kate McKinnon, James Corden, so has some names in it, and. Uh, I just want to verify if this is Dev Patel's brother. Nah, it's probably not. But um, yeah, so the movie was good. Like, you don't have to be a um, a what's called a Beatles fan to enjoy it. They do run through a lot of Beatles songs, and a bunch of your a bunch of them, you'll probably be like, oh yeah, I haven't heard that song. Oh, I didn't know the Beatles did that song and all that good stuff. But it's just a good story. It's just one of those movies where you're not really laughing too much at the beginning. More towards the end. Once Kate McKinnon comes in the movie, and I rarely say this about her in movies, it gets funnier. <laughs> um, uh, so that that second half was much funnier than the first half. But you're just watching it, and you just find yourself like, like this ain't like too like laugh out loud. Like it ain't really nothing like either on one end of the spectrum. You just find yourself really like when it's over, you're like that one of those just you know quiet, innocent, enjoyable movies. So I, I definitely rocked with it. Thought Lily James was really good in it. Is that her name? I think I just. <laughs> I just botched it after just saying it. Yeah, I thought she was good. The main guy, they could have replaced him with anything, and I thought it would have just been the same outcome. No disrespect to him. Uh, what really bothered me about the movie was how they, the world forgets about the Beatles. I was like, I was just, I was under the assumption it had to be some sort of, like he goes in a coma or something, it's all a dream. Nope. <laughs> he literally just riding his little bike as he's riding his bike. The whole world goes through a blackout. He gets hit by a bus, goes to the hospital. Next day, he starts making Beatles references. No one knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm like, so how does a blackout equate to the whole world, or in this world, the Beatles never existing? Like, they're still alive. Like, there's a, spoiler alert, a John Lennon cameo at the end. Mind you, John Lennon dead. Real life. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, I know. They, did yeah. they just do like the end of a scary movie when they do a cliffhanger, just show the arm come up out the grave? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that John Lennon? <laughs> nah, in this world, he was never shot. 
I don't know if he ever married Yoko because he said he was married, but they didn't mention her. So he must have never, you know, went cuckoo. Um, but yeah, he was still alive. They just never formed the Beatles. <laughs> so no one knew what the Beatles were. Um, no one also knew what Coke was, as in Coca-Cola. No one knew what cigarettes were. And I thought a weird the, little world. <laughs> and I, but I like how they did it because I thought it was just going to only be the Beatles that didn't exist. That's but, what I thought. But what as I like you, as like you go through the movie, he just makes like just subtle references, like, uh, like we don't got no Coke. And his mom's <laughs> like, "What? We got Pepsi? I don't know what this Coke thing is you talking about." Uh, then he's just like, oh, "I'm really could go for a cigarette right now." And they're like, "Cigarette." So they do that, and then I thought they was teasing a sequel at the end. <laughs> Where oh man. <laughs> He made a reference to Harry Potter, and they said, "What is Harry? What's that?" And he gave that look like, "Here we go again!" <laughs> like sequel time. I'm about to write. I'm about to write the Harry Potter. That would so wild. Uh, but so I like that part about it. But I really disliked how the world forgets about all these things. So you know, the movie is pretty decent if you can just turn your nose up or turn your head <laughs> to that little one inkling of terrible details. Movie cool. <laughs> um, then keeping it pushing, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. Hold on, real quick before you get into that, I found the stuff about the Hobbs and Shaw timeline. Okay. They said, uh, and the first is that they said Decker Shaw says he killed his friend Brixton eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So since it's 2019 now, you would think it's 2011. But in the movie. They showed a picture of Brixton, and it says deceased, 2014. What's the problem? <laughs> so then that would mean, well, that, that 2014 was eight years ago. This movie takes place in 2022. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be surprised if they, <laughs> they just kept their options open just in case Vin Diesel and The Rock get cool again. Yeah. You know, fast, so, so then that means the death was 2014, which is before Furious 7, if that takes place in 2015. So they said maybe they'll do some movies that takes place in t- 2013 uh, based with Brixton, Nolan, and Deckard. And then they said uh, they think it does take place after Fast 9 since uh, Vin Diesel announced 9 in 2016. And then they then they announced this. So then when Fast and Furious got pushed back, this continued on. So they probably had already wrote it for after. See, knowing, knowing Vin Diesel, petty self, he'll probably kill off Hobbs in Fast 9. That would be funny. <laughs> Just be like, That's a, that means this dead. movie would take, that means Fast and Furious takes place in about, tw- like uh, like the Marvel movies are yeah, now. The multiverse. <laughs> Ooh, the they really should do that. A universe where Hans still, because they could bring all the characters back. Yeah. Maybe, uh, what's her name? Gal Gadot. Yeah, maybe she, she'd come back and do them. Yeah, Wonder Woman bombs. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna be looking for another. Oh album. man! And I'm hearing a lot of people take our uh, our space Fast and the Furious sp- go to space. Right? Yeah, I don't we'll like that. that. Years ago, <laughs> we'll start sounding like Joe Budden. Big Ben started. Yeah. Everybody else jumping on the wagon, the train, <laughs> the scoot. And then they said, because uh, in the last movie, Queenie Shaw was not in jail or nothing. So, oh yeah, don't I'm- know how she got in jail. Don't know what happens to Owen. So we're assuming that that was supposed to be in the Fast and Furious movie. So there was a scene I was reading. Um, there was a scene that they put into this movie that was supposed to be a bonus credit scene in the Fate of the Furious, but that scene was shot without Vin Diesel's knowledge. Then when Vin Diesel went to go edit the movie, 
He's like, what in the world is this? That sounds so, so crazy. <laughs> so he nixed that scene. Because <laughs> it was supposed to like set up Hobbs and Shaw. But Vin was like, you ain't going to be setting up this movie with, or my movie. <laughs> so if we ever see Dwayne Johnson in the new another Fast and Furious, they need be to just shake out. hands. And get. I don't know what the issue is. I can't remember. He will probably be cool, but then Tyrese keeps running off yeah, like a trapper Tyrese keeper. Yeah, doing too much. And Vin Diesel like, I signed my boy Reese. <laughs> Unfortunately, because <laughs> he was here first. If The Rock was in the movies first, oh, yeah, and then like, Black Tie. <laughs> but man, these all about family. Oh man. Huh. But all right, um, yeah, like I was saying, saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for a dose time. Just really um, set or really put into my my brain that Leonardo DiCaprio really did buy that role. Like <laughs> I was just really just listening to him and the the accent he used throughout the whole film was sticking. Just uh, his character's mannerism, his whole vibe, his whole just, just everything he brought to this character's table. I was just like, dude, body this role. I was like, all right, he better. I swear, I know this movie came out in July, but if the fall <laughs> war season roll around and this ain't even nomin- his performance ain't even nominated for like best acting performance in a comedy or musical at the Golden Globes, <laughs> we gonna have a problem. I'm setting the bar real low because I just know how people are with summer movies. But this movie was a great movie. Everybody admitted they liked the little difference Quentin Tarantino did. This was a more lighter approach than he usually does. It was a more happier um, take on things. Even though uh, Bruce Lee's family's not really happy how he was portrayed yeah. in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, yeah, when you think about how he was portrayed in the movie, it's very funny scene, but it's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> but I'm not everything right good. He can't please everybody, but he bodied it. I'm interested in seeing... Will they count Brad Pitt's role as a lead or as a uh, or as a supporting? Because uh, I know when the Nadies come out, it's gonna be a supporting actor. He's gonna be in the, nominated for best supporting actor. But I saw uh, that that dude that plays Charles Manson is playing. It plays Charles Manson in another show. Good because he played Charles Manson in one scene in this movie, and okay, I so he did because he said that. Uh, Quentin Tarantino kept asking him if he finished already finished from uh, the other show or. I think it's a Netflix show where he plays Charles Manson. I'm like, he must the, look exactly like him or something because... What, The Mindhunter? What's that? I know that sequel's coming out. I think Charles Manson's character was supposed to be involved. I, th- I, I think it is that. Yeah, he plays Charles Manson in that. I mean, he does look like him. He just, you didn't <laughs> but get... For, how did he manage to get a role or get it where he's playing it twice? Maybe, um, I don't know. That's Maybe just very look, interesting. He about to be typecasted for the rest of his life. Yeah, he can only play Charles Manson. <laughs> I was mad that there wasn't more Charles Manson in this movie. Like, I know there has to be some scenes on the cutting room floor. They're already talking about doing a, a Netflix extended edition of this movie like they did with The Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. But so if they do, like, they add more stuff like that, that would be cool. But, um, yeah, it's just a great movie. So if you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. One of my top ten of the year so far. Great performances, great writing. So definitely go check it out. Um, and then uh, off. Or out of the movies, just a random movie for, you know, at my film club that me and these people from work have uh, started. <laughs> Watch this film called uh, Searching, starring John Chow and Deborah Messing. Good little movie again. And I was asking them the question. This is a great movie because that's what everybody uh, was saying about it. But if they shot this movie and they didn't use the format of the, from the technology perspective, like from the computer screen, from the phone, would it have been good? And they kind of said, yeah, but probably not as good. I beg to differ. I think it would have been terrible <laughs> only because 
uh, it's just a basic um, thriller story that nothing there would been nothing unique about it. So they would really had to add and change some stuff, or it would have had to have a darker ending for it to be good. But you know, just thought process. So if you ever seen Searching, just think about it. If it didn't use that uh, gimmick, and I use the word gimmick in a good way, would it have still been the same? Um, and then last but not least, just last night. Uh, turned on Hulu, just see what movies they got on there, and it was between a movie I've been wanting to watch for literally years, Cooties, or a <laughs> movie with your girl Zoe Dutch or Dutch or whatever her name is called Flower that I've been wanting to watch that came out last year. So I went with Flower. This movie wasn't <laughs> whack. It was funny because it was a dark comedy. I mean, I dark and by comedy, they just needed to balance that a little better because there was a suicide attempt in the movie, and they barely like. <laughs> The way the family reacted to the suicide attempt took them to the hospital. The next day, they was making jokes about it. Uh, but um, the movie was good. It was just up until the end is when they just got like, I think a different writer came in and started writing the movie because <laughs> how he ended the movie, it was just like, what? Like, all right, this is, it makes me not like the movie that much. So all in all, the movie was, I, right. she was good in the movie. She was played a very different character from what you've, come to know her as like from before i fall if that's even what the movie's called um that netflix movie that had my boy uh one guy in it uh <laughs> to uh, why me or i am literally botching all these titles <laughs> so if you know who she is and you know the movie she's played in she played uh similar characters up until now so when i was saying in uh, Zombieland 2, it looked like she's playing a different character than what I'm used to. This was always a, this also was a different character that I haven't seen her play. So it was cool. She did a good job in it. But the movie itself just felt like it just for when it couldn't balance the darkness and the comedy very well. And it just ended off on such a low note for me that I just was not rocking with it. So that's that. Lean with it. All right, but... Before we move on to some topics for this episode, it is time for movie crossover idea time. <laughs> so, uh, what movie came out this week? It's about to be, uh, all right, uh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold meshed up with Hobbs and Shaw. Hello, Hobbs. The uh, CIA needs Hobbs and Shaw first. To- oh, never mind. I was about to say first is <laughs> animation, but we all know. <laughs> they they need to team up again, and they're like, you have to go find such and such blah 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 thing in the ruins. But you need an expert to lead you through. That's when they bring the script. Let's write the and then blah blah blah. This happens, and then we crash the car off of the cliff. And then they need an expert who knows these ruins, and that's when Dora, Diego, Boots, Whoa. the two other made-up characters I'm assuming they put in this, but was clearly written well, and clearly. they go on an adventure. I gotta see this movie. I'm gonna go see it. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go see that tomorrow. Maybe we shouldn't doubt Michael Pena when he chooses some movies. Sometimes. That's what I because that's what I was saying when it came. I'm like Michael Pena's in it, so it can't be black. But I saw that trailer, and I'm like, this is whack. This is a. Uh, Monster Truck, uh, <laughs> Earth, what's that one movie I watched? Max, Max Steel, oh, yeah. Earth Dead. Earth Echo wasn't terrible. <laughs> it had a Astro in it. That little, yeah. that, who was supposed to be in um, Euphoria. Euphoria, but he didn't want to do that 
one scene. It was only one scene. Was it a disgusting scene and very weird? Yes. Yeah, but you could have you could have powered through that real quick because <laughs> the dudes was trying to power through him. <laughs> that was a weird scene. <laughs> I'm like, so they just walk into people's rooms yeah, and, and you just pin, go, pin a man down and, and fake thrust on him. Yeah. Like, wow. And then and then he didn't do nothing. Yeah, he was taking I would have, yeah, I would have, after they got done, <laughs> I'd have got that cry out like he did, but then I would come back with that chopper. Yeah, I would let that thing ring. <laughs> that, that would not, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing, like, there's like six dudes. Just <laughs> <Off> me? <laughs> yeah. Nah, fam. And then that, that, uh, that last episode, that final scene was wild. Oh, the little singing number. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, y'all could have cut this off. That was very random. They didn't wrap up. No stories. That was called confidence. Yeah. <laughs> this show, this show could have been a bust. Yeah, <laughs> we would have left with cliffhangers. Like, hey, we're confident because they wrapped nothing up. Nope. <laughs> Not a single thing. <laughs> Not at all. Dad's a good, the two criminals are just out there. Don't know what happens to the drug dealer. <laughs> Did she actually she snorted some cocaine and it made her come out with a new song? <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, then he had some Jules, ice skating scenes. Yeah, that was Jules is uh some for one, some of them scenes lasted too long. <laughs> Jules went to the city. Yeah. But they react. They acted as if you just can't take a train back. Or <laughs> yeah, I thought it was gonna happen next season. She's gonna come back home, get uh, broke. We see that the mom was abusive. But this ain't the Euphoria podcast. This is the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast, the show where we used to mention Leo B. or yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, Michael B. Jordan, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. But now we go upwards to ten episodes, especially Michael B. Yeah, Michael B. Don't do you, enough movies. You used to always bring up Michael B. Uh, never. Michael B. On punishment ever since he dropped them whack bars that resurfaced. Yeah, bars all the way back in like 2010. Yeah, wait till Just Mercy come out though, and I'm starting. I'm uh, gonna have the Michael B. for Best Actor Oscar <laughs> campaign going. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> Him and Jamie Fox. They, they they already talking, so don't get me don't get me uh, started. Because if I hear Fe- buzz, I'm Joaquin Phoenix is getting that talk as well. They saying that movie about to make more than Aquaman and Shazam in the first week. I can't it say is. That. That's, that's what they say in the numbers. Are st- I feel like I doubt it. That's what I'm like. That's like but I, I don't trust myself no more because I would have. If this was just a week ago, I would have guaranteed that Dora the Explorer is going to be about 10%. <laughs> I'd have put money on it. 80? 80? It's got better reviews than Lion King. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't the biggest advocate for Lion King, but I know it got to be better than. I have to see this movie. This movie is probably spectacular. It's probably funny. It's better than clever. Fast and the Furious or Hobbs and Shaw. It's probably uh, clever. Hobbs and Shaw had been dropping like flies yeah. ever since it came out. The audience score high. Yeah, because audience know what they want. The critics yeah. is the one that's critics like, is like, this isn't good. <laughs> we like Fast and Furious Seven. <laughs> I keep seeing people say Fast Five is better than Furious Seven. Like, stop it. It's not better. Fast Five is just the movie that rejuvenated yeah. it. So I can understand that that's your reasoning, but come on now. And you can't even don't even act like Furious or Fast Six didn't happen. Yeah, the movies is great. Like y'all, y'all tripping, but whatever. All right, before we get into uh, so many actual stuff that happened this week. I was reading this article and it was asking, I guess it was like some, uh, it was a hashtag that was going around, terrible MCU castings. Uh, <laughs> so, I've seen some annoying ones. <laughs> yeah, so I'm about to read off some and you tell me which ones are the worst. I don't know why this just randomly came up, who like just decided to make this a thing, but that's the internet for you. All right, so hashtag terrible MCU casting. First we have um, 
that Will Ferrell is the thing. I mean, in the MCU, that's not necessarily that bad. I can only imagine. <laughs> that would be pretty wild, but. Will <laughs> as the thing. I mean, if I saw the, if they announced it, I'd be like, I mean, you gotta, you gotta I gotta see it first. <laughs> All right. Uh, hashtag terrible MCU casting. Jack Black as Captain America. See, and now that that's crazy. All right, so which one's worse, Will Ferrell or Jack Black? Clearly, Jack Black is Captain America. All right, uh, hashtag terrible MCU casting. Christopher Walken as Thanos. That's very wild. All right, so which one's worse, <laughs> that or Jack Black? It's still Jack Black, <laughs> just based off his shape. All right, here we go. Here's a here's a contender. Uh, hashtag terrible MCU casting. Danny DeVito as Wolverine. <laughs> eh, that ain't as bad as Jack Black. Because uh, Danny DeVito is at least small and he can be mean. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Wolverine's supposed to be small, not tall. And maybe he can lose weight. If Danny DeVito <laughs> lost weight to play Wolverine, <laughs> that would be funny. His body would probably not know how to, how to comprehend that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Terrible MCU casting. So I'm assuming Jack Black is worse. Um, terrible MCU casting. Nicolas Cage as. Luke Cage. <laughs> That's his favorite character. <laughs> I got the hiccups. Solid, if you hear me. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm going Jack Black because at least Nicolas Cage loved the comic book, so he would probably really take it serious and right. okay, talk jive. All right, what if he did blackface? That's on him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Steve Buscemi as <laughs> Spider-Man. That's outrageous. <laughs> Let me see. Which one would I rather see? <laughs> Jack Black or Steve Buscemi? Steve Buscemi as Spider-Man. There's just something uncomfortable about that. So, dang. Go that Let me hold my breath. All right, here we go. Adam Sandler as Deadpool. <laughs> I ain't as bad as Steve Buscemi, but I wouldn't want to see that either. For what I don't know why I could just like picture old man Deadpool being Adam Sandler. I could, for what I could picture Adam Sandler getting in shape to do an action movie at his age. Yeah, he should. <laughs> um, all right. Dang. Ryan Gosling as Black Panther. I don't really see no issue with that one. Yeah, that's just crossing boundaries. <laughs> I mean, I don't see no issue. He can play, he can play Killmonger. No one said Black Panther had to be white. I mean, be black. It's a it's a costume. Man. Yeah, black. it's a cart. It's a cartoon character. Yeah, come on now. If Little Mermaid could be black <laughs> and swim, they doing all that's faker than Hobbs and Shaw. A black woman getting her hair wet. You see in the uh, the TV one, the little live oh, action yeah. TV one. They ain't doing no white people. Shaggy gonna be that. He gonna smoke that. <laughs> that's funny. I was like, y'all got the perfect casting. Letting the girl uh-huh. from Moana do Little Mermaid. Dang. I'm surprised she didn't, wouldn't do the real life one. They need Shaggy to do the real life one. <laughs> you can do one of them. The movie. All right, and then uh, last... there ain't no other Jamaicans I can think of. Yeah, they're gonna get somebody just regular. <laughs> I can, white I can person. picture it. They're gonna get the dude that does the voice of Cleveland. <laughs> they already got the Javier Bardem playing her dad. That's very interesting. No sense to me, but <laughs> all right, she's adopted. <laughs> okay, they're probably know. gonna show her get washed up to shore. <laughs> I ain't know they do that type of stuff, but okay. All right, and then last but not least, Jim Carrey as the Incredible Hawk. That ain't that bad. If you see Jim Carrey in movies like The Number Twenty Three, yeah, he can, he can do play a like role. a scientist or something. Yeah, that's that's normal. He can play yeah. serious. Yeah, that'll be fine. Mark Ruffalo did a comedy before. Yeah, he uh, was in 13 Going 30. Yeah, that's a classic. And that scene I really don't like when they do the thriller dance. Yeah, that's a key scene in the movie. Everybody knows that scene. <laughs> With Venom 2 director. Oh, 
Lord. Andy Serkis. Uh, we're going to get to that in just a hop, skip, and a jump. But speaking of directors, James Wan is directing an original horror movie before he moves on to Aquaman 2. That's good. So will this start another horror franchise? Because he did it with Insidious, did it with Saw, and did it with The Conjuring. It definitely could if it gets that audience and he if he has a certain amount of characters in it. So yeah, I'm interested in seeing that. I'm interested in seeing the horror direction he's going because he already went um, supernatural. Then he went um, like just straight authentic old school, tense, um, scary, then went supernatural with it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see the direction do a, he goes. A social thriller with some black people in it. <laughs> yeah, he tried to get his. Get Don't his make me get out movie. <laughs> uh, or he going to do with Asian people? He needs to show some love action. instead of uh, action horror movie. Casting uh, Patrick Wilson all the time. Oh boy. <laughs> Gotta have Pat Dove in all his movies. Jackie Chan. Oh boy, that was in Shazam. They and 13 Reasons they, Why. They fight. They just fight their way out of everything. It turned into an action movie. A good action movie. <laughs> Bad horror movie, good action movie. <laughs> but yeah, I got, I got faith in my boy James Wan. Anything he touches and actually directs. I don't trust him. I don't always trust him when he's putting his little <laughs> name on the producing because I don't yeah. know how much say he actually has in these movies. But when he's di- behind the camera directing it, I know it's probably going to be dope, especially if it's a horror movie, which he's the godfather of. I don't care what nobody says. So I'm definitely down for whatever he does. And if he ain't got to rush back to Aquaman, then that's cool with me because I really wasn't too fond of Aquaman, the first one to begin with. But I do not like how people are coming at my boy Jason Momoa for his dad bot. Let that man live. He's like, I don't got to work out 24-7. I'm going to get back in shape for this movie. Let me just chill. Let me pop a couple of brewskis while I relax with my thousand-year-old wife. Yep. Gosh. Haters. See, people, be they be man-shaming. But if we was doing this to a woman, they'd be up in arms. Like we trying to answer a question. Uh, I would have said up in arms like a trust fall. But uh, All right, was, I saw that news that the <laughs> that the uh, there's going you can play a season of WNBA basketball in the next two K. So yeah, but you can't do they like said, a my league. Yeah, one season. season you can do a season, play it over and over again, try a little different things. <laughs> nah, I don't even. I don't even say if I would do a sim of a season. Well, I don't know why they wouldn't go the distance. If one, I'll try to trade all the superstars on one team. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I might do it just to see how difficult trading is. It better be easy. I'm like, I'll give y'all a million dollars. They're like, we can make a whole new franchise with that money. Did you see that Solomon Hill this year is making more money than the entire WNBA? <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's crazy. Yeah, see, if I was there, I, I would have to boycott. Yeah, I would, yeah. I'm that's like, crazy. Solomon Hill, he like, makes more money because he's making about 13 this year. <laughs> WNBA's <laughs> worth 11. That is crazy. That is bonkers. Like, I mean, I know nobody watches y'all's games, but still, that's just eleven million. That's just the principle of the matter. Like, gosh, you probably throw some endorsement deals in there. He's still probably making more than most of them. Their uh, jerseys look like NASCAR tops, so <laughs> they got a yeah. bunch of little sponsors on there. But that was the hardest thing for Two K to do: put those sponsors on there. Like, I'm like, we got to call all these businesses. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I'll probably mess around with it one time. See that if I dare see a game go over a hundred points, I'm shutting it off and I'm going back <laughs> to playing with man basketball because I know that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> so let's calm down. Uh, shout out to all my WNBA players out there. Um, all right, so moving forward, mentioning uh, Andy Circus a little bit ago. So 
Tom Hardy teased that Andy Serkis is going to be directing Venom 2 with the Instagram post and delete. And then it was made official after he jumped the gun. Uh, and then it was also uh, let known by Andy Serkis that Tom Hardy is helping write this movie as well. So my question, or first question to you is, just straight up, will Venom 2 be better than Venom? I think it'll be weirder. Uh, I can't necessarily say that it will. Because you got to remember, Andy Serkis. Yeah, he's fresh off of making a bad movie. And we got red hair and carnage, so. Uh, (laughs) It may mess around and be worse. But. Even though I don't know Tom Hardy would be the greatest writer. <laughs> Him having a say in the movie might make it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this, this one, I just got to wait and see. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy. I think I think it'll look better visually just because I trust Andy Serkis when it comes to the visuals. I hope so. I didn't even give, a ch- give myself a chance to look at his uh, Jungle Book. I saw a piece of it. It didn't look bad. <laughs> it just didn't look like I wanted to watch it anymore. So. Oh, man. All right, and the next question. If this sucks but makes money <laughs> and does or and does worse. Wait, huh? <laughs> okay, if this sucks but makes money and does worse than Venom? I don't even know what I'm writing. Um, <laughs> so if this movie stinks... But makes a lot of money, but less money than last Venom. Will Andy Serkis direct another big movie again? Uh, possibly, because they're letting uh, if Olivia Wilde can get her another movie after her movie didn't do that well, even though it was great reviewed. But mm, on his own merit, not given to him. It gotta be an Andy Serkis joint. <laughs> Yeah, like he did be, with Jungle Book. You gotta be redoing another movie that's also be redone. He just <laughs> did The Lion King. <laughs> I could really have a picture of him doing that. I don't know dark. who he would cast. Of course, he he's gonna be Scar. Of course. <laughs> Dang, uh, I would like to see that. Him uh, bring some realism, bring some humans in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, I think the only way that happens is if after he makes this movie, then he makes his own movie, like you said. But like, it's not even like a known movie. It's just good. And he showed once again that he can actually do the visuals right. But then this time he finally showed he can make a quality movie. So if that's good, then I think he's cool. But And he also has like a lot of people's ears because he's always doing these different visual or mocap, move, or mocap performances for these big movies. So he probably got that, that gift of gab where he was like, yo, I got this dope story. If you just let me do it. Because he's always around these big, uh, these big name properties and these big name execs, I assume. So... I have a feeling he can talk his way into something. <laughs> Maybe a DC movie or something. Um, all right. Pushing forward like somebody with a Kroger card. No. <laughs> Your boy Ansel says he's seen, Ansel. he's seen the Baby Driver sequel script. All right, so that leads me to a relevant question. Will West Side Story be good? I mean, Ansel's in it. Last time I seen Ansel was ba- Baby Driver the last time I seen him in a movie. Yeah, because we refuse to watch like uh, those other whack movies. November that he's quietly dropped. <laughs> so based, you're only as good as the last time we saw you. So he may be good. I think it'd be all right. One of them good, you know, like white people movies. <laughs> <laughs> if he's singing, then it'd probably be decent. 
if he ain't singing. And I want him to sing the way he sings on his records. Don't adjust for them. Yeah, don't, do your thing. Don't bring that old '60s or whatever this movie originally came out. Don't bring that type of vibe. Bring that answer. Oh, I know it's hard. Man, I know it's hard. Like, well, he's playing like an I'm Italian in this movie. Reason you're not tonight. Living life. Should Baby Driver even have a sequel? They're gonna do it. <laughs> this really comes off as one of those movies that just shouldn't have a sequel. But I mean, teach his own, whatever. All right, speaking of big name execs from the last topic, <laughs> Bob Iger of Disney said they're I was go- just about to say, my boy canceled them movies. He did? Who oh, those, uh, them, uh, uh, what movies did he cancel? Mega Man and. Oh, he did? <laughs> what else? He canceled a sequel. It was a sequel that didn't deserve to have one in the first place. Oh, Assassin's Creed. Excuse uh, me? <laughs> when was Assassin's Creed ever on the docket? Uh, Where's that list of movies he canceled? He was probably growing through, going through Fox's Rolodex of films. He's like, stupid, dumb, <laughs> like, what? garbage, whack. <laughs> Excuse me? But, um, but besides that, he was saying that they're gonna, they're definitely going to make more Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, yeah. You trying to see these? I guess if they if they the same way that the other ones were. But, uh... I do you got to Andy Serkis has to be involved some way, form and fashion. Yeah, I he, don't. Of course, he can't be in the movie, but he needs to be overseeing the project, and it needs to carry forward the storyline that they had. I don't care if Venom Two does well; he can direct them. Yeah, I would. Yeah, he can. That movie, I would trust him directing because he was basically, I feel like, directing the movie while doing it or co-directing. So, yeah, if he's involved directing or producing or some sort of fashion and making sure he's getting that uh the mo capture done correctly. Then I'll see it. Do I want to see it anytime soon? No, because y'all got other movies on the docket. But don't I don't want to see no reboot. Y'all y'all got lucky one time. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't think y'all gonna get lucky with rebooting Planet of the Apes again. It's not like the technology is just gonna automatically look even better. <laughs> so here's the movie they said that uh, Bob Iger and Disney canceled. They was like, we don't want Flash Gordon. Definitely don't want this League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. My, uh, Chronicle 2 I mean Michael B's dead uh, McLean We ain't trying to see A little young Die hard movie Oh they canceled <laughs> <laughs> Hey I know Bruce was mad uh, the, the Sims movie We gonna yeah. keep that a game Assassin's yeah. Creed 2 Don't know what y'all Was thinking yep. Mega Man Sounds too hard for us uh, We ain't doing The Magic the Gathering Russo's take that To Netflix <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a little upset About a uh... McLean, Bruce Willis was like, I got to write the wrong that was that last Die Hard movie. We stunk. He was like, we ain't doing that. Y'all must be crazy. Hey, I was about to bring, I was about to bring him back. That's sad. Oh, well, they got a bunch of other stuff they got to sift through anyway. They still got to decide what they're going to do with this new mutants. Mm-hmm. There was another update that they said they claimed that they didn't uh, cancel all these movies, but then a bunch, a bunch of places still said they canceled all those. I mean, even if you don't cancel them, you'll probably just accidentally never make them. Yeah, if that information came out, they cancel those. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not that. It's not that serious. You can go ahead and cancel a couple of avatars too. Why yet? I wouldn't be mad. Uh, All right. Because one report said they canceled about three hundred movies. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Fox was doing too much in the first place. Uh, I feel like we're going to see less movies now just because Disney has all of these movies and like <laughs> can't we can't focus on all these movies? Yeah. Man. Uh, they should literally just let Fox do their thing and then let them show the movie to Fox. 
If the movie whack, they x nay it and be like, y'all got cut us a check. <laughs> y'all still got to pay us this money that y'all just, that we spent on this. Go get it somewhere else. Um, but speaking of cutting a check, Chase Crawford said he almost screen tested for Captain America, but they, <sighs> but they wouldn't let him when they found out he shoots Gossip Girl about nine months out of the year in New York. So could you picture the MCU being the same with Chase Crawford in and Chris Evans out? He would not have fit. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't. I feel like it wouldn't be the same. I, Captain America would have got rebooted. I feel like that, but hindsight is twenty twenty. So what if it? What if that was <sighs> Chase Crawford holding the Thor's hammer? <laughs> no, I don't want to see. He doesn't deserve that. <laughs> Not the way his face looks. He ain't got like a tough face. We go back to like a. Not, not another team movie. We look at the star of that movie, like, like, uh, like is that a, that's gonna be Captain America? He gonna be having you in your fields uh, in about like fifteen years. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at Human Torch, like, yo, this movie you seen him in now? Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but in about like twelve, fifteen years. I mean, if he worked out and everything, and I could picture, it, maybe I got to see him in the suit. He just, he just seems too, just like too preppy white boyish. <laughs> I don't know. Something about Chris Evans was like he was very neutral, but he could also you wouldn't be surprised if he became cool. These other guys like he was on Gossip Girl. I didn't really try rapping nobody <laughs> who was starting in Gossip yeah. Girl. Now if he was in like Pretty Little Liars or something, then uh. like if they took old boy who played old boy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> then that would be good. Shout out speaking of Pretty Little Liars, shout out to my girl Ashley Benson and Cara Delevingne for mm. tying the Nizot. Yeah. Hey, love is love. Keep her away from Suicide Squad. Y'all can bo- y'all can go home and both not do movies. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> they did that in the secret. They had the Jonas brothers there. Dang, Sophie Jonas. Turner. Hey, when love when love when love is love, love wins all. So <laughs> hey. So you're not rocking with young Chastifer being Nah. Alright, well you a hater. So <laughs> Chase the money, chase the money. You got anything else you want to throw out there before we move on to the weekly Geely? Nah, I ain't got nothing. All right, well, I only got one nominee, and it hurts to do this, but something got to be, something got to be said. Tyrese, come to the corner, sir. Black tie. You are uh, getting this weekly Uh, Geely for, as the kids say, shading. The Rock for his Hobbs and Sh- Hobbs and Shaw numbers. <laughs> I'm gonna read his little yeah, post and delete quote. <laughs> uh, so he said, "I have to show my respects for one thing. He tried. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what did he try? He and tried he- to do it and he failed. <laughs> <laughs> All that money that movie made, and that was a he tried. Yeah, because he had to post it with the 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 article that said Hobbs and Shaw has the lowest Fast and the Furious box office opening since Tokyo Drift. Yikes." So he was like, folks called me a hater and attacked me for speaking out. Breaking up the family clearly doesn't have the value that one would assume it does. You know what maybe, just maybe, The Rock and the crew um, and the crew will come dance with us again for Fast 10. We can all <laughs> hug it out and get back to giving the true fans who have supported this franchise for 20 years what they want. No hating. I'm just pointing out the facts. Hashtag Fast Family has more value as uh, the hashtag Fast Family. It's okay. The Rock is still one of the biggest movie stars in the world, and he's not hurting for work. I have two franchise films. <laughs> he's bragging. Yeah, and he's <laughs> counting Transformers. Uh-huh. And he has at least 15, so there won't be any tears on his pillow tonight. 
$180 million global opening on Hobbs and Shaw is not a win. In this day and age where everyone wants to be safe and sit on their hands and not speak on some real... When you don't, uh, when you do get attacked and well, that's that. Again, my respects because he tried his best. <laughs> <laughs> the world is clearly used to being uh, severed its thing or served its Thanksgiving meal a certain way. They want the table to include all its flavors and all of its usual ingredients. The Rock comes from wrestling, and he knows all about smack talking and friendly competition. So, love is love. Roman has spoken. <laughs> Drops love mic. Is love. Yeah, so, Mr. Tyrese, you know, all that was not necessary. <laughs> like, we, if you want the fast run to come back, that's the type of stuff you got to just chill and just keep to yourself. Yeah. You know, we don't need all that hate, even if the movie didn't do as great as one would have liked. It's so right. it did better than most. It still made a bunch of money. I don't even know if it's came out in China yet. Yeah, you know when it come out in China, it's over. They love them some movies. <laughs> or do they love them some Vin Diesel? Is what we're going to find out. Mm, they love, they, I think they love them some rock. That's how you hear murmurs of uh, sequels to like stuff like Rampage. <laughs> I thought you were going to say The Rock was going to play Shang-Chi. <laughs> Dang, Kobe should have directed Shang-Chi because he's big. Not only is he the Oscar winner, he's big in China. Okay. Kind of good. You want Steph Curry to play Shang Chi too? No, we went with what's the old boy that played for the Lakers? Not Jeremy Lin. Yang Wu, Wu not Yang. Yi Jilian. The tall point like guard. A, yeah, what was his name? Yi Jan or something like that. You something? Yi Yian, something like that. He. Yi. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy Yi Yian. I was watching some highlights of. Uh, uh, I'm gonna call him Jet Li. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Jeremy Lin when he hit some <laughs> when he hit some game winner back in his Lin Sanity days. Mm-hmm. Oh, he look whack. Yeah, <laughs> Lin Sanity going crazy because he was scoring 20 points. Yeah, like trash. No wonder he fell off. <laughs> but geez. How Michael Beasley is getting contracts, but Carmelo isn't. Yeah, that's crazy. And getting and Michael Beasley suspended for uh, failing a drug, some screening or something like that. Typical. Uh, but my boy Melo can't get on a team. I think the Lakers keeping that spot open for Iggy. If it don't work, then they're like right, the Grizzlies uh, are asking for a first round draft pick. Yeah, they're delusional because they know as soon as they let him go, he's gonna go to a good team. <laughs> so they're trying. That's to- mean. Huh? We going you hostage. Yeah, they traded Kyle Corbin with the quickness. Yeah. When it comes to the black man, <laughs> they are going to withheld him and let him rot and let him be forced to mentor John Morant and I'm not, Jaron Jackson. I would tell him, I am not, I'm not even going to wear a Grizzlies warm-up shirt. <laughs> He's like, I'm not Vince Carter. I'm not <laughs> yeah. on purpose going back to these these young, whack teams. I'm not in the same position that Chris Paul is in where he's forced to have to play for the Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, y'all can just, y'all can buy out my $17 million, give me most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're back to the notes. Oh, Tyrese. <laughs> I don't know how Tyrese got the basketball because I ain't never seen him dribble basketball a day in my life. Black tie. I, I can picture him being sorry in basketball. Yeah, I, yeah. All star uh, dark days is whack. <laughs> my favorite celebrity game ever with Romeo and Percy Miller <laughs> playing so bad. <laughs> oh, I wish I still had that on DVR. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> Legendary. But uh, yeah, so uh, Tyrese, you gotta chill because in order for the uh, 
Fast family to ever think about getting back together down the line for a big Fast 10. Sometimes you just got to keep stuff to yourself and just murmur to yourself like, I told you so. And then let <laughs> nobody else hear you, though. Hey. Huh, so, Mr. Tyrese, go, go sit in the corner, sir, and just just work on your uh, your apology text message to Dwayne Johnson. He probably won't respond to it, <laughs> but just work family, on it. Somebody needs to get the family back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody can do it, it's got to be John Cena. Because he's part of the family now, and he can bridge that gap. I don't know what Vin Diesel's issue is. If anybody could do it, it's Clue. DJ Clue the only one who can solve this issue. <laughs> According to the legend, Willie Ray Norwood Jr. Uh, you should have seen this last episode of <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> Seeing Ray J in this, just a, <laughs> this out of shape, uh, just married man life was funny because Princess brought him to one of them little dungeons. And had him stripped down to his knickers. And <laughs> just, just be doing stuff on that <laughs> show. It was a sitcom. So we're just, uh, seeing this out of shape Ray J, mm-hmm. just as boxers with a mask going to be hit with all these different type of toys, <laughs> and see his reaction and just see his gut. <laughs> I was dying. He's a businessman. Yeah, he's, that's a legend. There ain't Scooting nothing funnier. bikes. Ain't nothing funnier than the Ray J the hat challenge. That's, <laughs> that's classic. That's classic TV right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> His hat was in a different spot. <laughs> that's classic. Whoever edited that episode, they should have won an Oscar yeah, or an that's, Emmy. Or definitely something. should have been nominated for an Emmy for best editing in a comedy <laughs> TV show. Yes, Ray J was moving his hat, but yeah. they were the ones. Yeah, the they they left it. Like, hey, okay. <laughs> Edit that hat right there. Okay, do that right there. His All hat right. was in a different spot each time they cut back to him. It wasn't like normal spots. Nope. <laughs> Sideways just... over his ear, completely on, just sitting there. <laughs> Those are comedic places yeah, of his hat. Yeah, that is funny. Oh, that's, uh, a legend. that's a legend. <laughs> uh, go get them uh, whatever IMX tour tickets with Ray J on it. I wish he wasn't on that tour. He, he deserves to be on the other one. Yeah. The Millennium. With the B2Ks and the, take out Chingy. <laughs> Chingy, you got the Yang Yang twins. Oh, the, the big storyline on this season of Love and Hip Hop is Fizz and uh, uh, Amarion? Nah, they, uh, April? Amarion, yeah, April. Are they together? Are they not together? Dang. Who's going to spill the tea first? <laughs> but all right, yeah, Tyree, so you're, you're in the corner. Um, all right, so I guess it's time to. The hit the Rotten Tomatoes segment up. This is an important moment. I already can tell you I lost by a lot because I was seeing some of them predictions I was making drop <laughs> like flies after they hit with some spray. <sighs> Just that I could be like smiling and laughing, then you'll say one of those, my face goes straight, which is obviously what, what Lance Bass like. can do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to my boy Lance. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we got um. Two movies to resolve, and then uh, I think two, maybe more, but we'll see. Uh, actually, I think it is more. All right, so first up, Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. sitting at a sixty-six percent right now on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I gave it a seventy-seven. Okay, which when I first looked at it, it was at seventy-six. I was like, I got this in the bag, like some groceries. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but you gave it a seventy. Making Whew. you pull ahead for the victory here, stretching your lead out to twenty-three to twenty. Yeah, okay. And now here's my lead. Here's to see how far off we can be from a movie. <laughs> Here Dora we go. In the Lost City of Goat, <laughs> sitting at a high eighty mm-hmm. percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's insane! I gotta see this. This the CGI alone was whack from the commercial. Seeing Swiper talking, 
They should have got a real little fox. Uh, yeah, if John Favreau was there, he's like a John Favreau. I could real picture, fox. I could picture John Favreau directing Dora the Explorer. I wouldn't be surprised. It'd probably be better. I mean, but nah, and I they can't get much yeah, better. Whoever get directed better. and wrote this is a much better director than a uh, John Favreau. Yeah, this is, yeah. If you get an eighty, oh, Dora, whoever, yeah, who directed this? Because he's about to be he directing uh, <laughs> a Marvel movie, Internals two. Look <laughs> uh, up, my man. But yeah, so it's got eighty percent now on Rotten Tomatoes. I must have played the game of how far off can I be? <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a twenty three percent. That is almost sixty percent off. <laughs> like a good discount. <laughs> oh my god. Talk about a buzz kill. Spraying a bee. Oh my god. <laughs> this is unbearable. <laughs> Oh man! That was, that was, a buzzkill. That was so whack. <laughs> oh, that was too good. Oh All yeah, right. I did look this dude up. He directed the Muppets. The, Muppets. the first one, <laughs> both of them. You okay. Don't play James Bowman like you don't knock them both out the park. He directed Alice Through the Looking Glass. <laughs> so he went good, bad, bad, <laughs> <laughs> and then good. Yeah, let me see. All right, so let me just confirm that he. Yep, he gr- directed the Muppets. Ninety-five percent tomato score, eighty percent aud- audience score. Let me close this ad. Then he went ahead. He's only done those four movies. He went ahead and directed Muppets Most Wanted, nah. of audience score of fifty-eight, that, that but a stunk. tomato score of seventy-nine. That is no way. That movie stunk. Then my man, he was like, "I am feeling myself because these are in like some consecutive years, kind of." Then he went ahead and he was like, I didn't do anything. Give me that Alice in the Looking Glass movie. <laughs> uh, 48% audience score and a 29% tomato meter. But he like, trust me, I'm not a bad director. Hey, that was Johnny Depp. <laughs> then, he, yeah, <laughs> then he bounced back with his Dora movie. This dude's a good director. So he can direct the Because everybody, everybody misses one. He can direct. So he's a man to get to direct the family He's movie. Mr. Family. What's a new family movie coming up? It, uh, all these upcoming movies are going to be between him and the people who directed Angry Birds 2. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> to get these big movies. He's going to do he going to do Little Mermaid if they ain't already got a director. He like, uh, is this position already taken? I can send my resume and I'm four for four like a Wendy's meal. All right. And then you <laughs> gave, oh, my gosh. You, uh, you gave um, Dora 28%. So in the game of who was the farthest, I won that, but <laughs> in the game of who could be kind of the closest, <laughs> you take that home <laughs> by just almost by being a little bit more than fifty percent uh, off. <laughs> That's crazy. <sighs> so oh man! There, moving your score to twenty-four to twenty. Hey, then we got scary stories to tell in the dark. I know I was off on that. It's sitting at an eighty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes with its PG thirteen self. <laughs> I gave it a sixty-four percent. Mm-hmm. You gave it a 36%, giving me the victory there. So cutting that back sucks. into that lead a little bit, 21 to 24. All right, and then whew, talk about how far can you be off? How far can you be off? The Kitchen, which is sitting <laughs> at a 21%. This ain't our fault. <laughs> the Kitchen's fault. I guess people did not like how women aren't weren't actually in the kitchen for the whole movie. 
<laughs> yeah, if this would have been like that one movie Meryl Streep starred in when she was that cook, maybe it's like, been good. This is great, like, real this life. Is, this is entertainment. <laughs> oh, snap, she got the dishes out. <laughs> <laughs> what type of soap she wants to use today? Oh man, Lord! But yeah, I got a twenty-one percent, and it bombed at the box office. So if you don't catch it this weekend, you'll probably never catch it. But if I'm lucky, I won't catch this. But I cut. Uh, Only I, thing I'm catching is cold. That's what you, that's what you came up with. <laughs> and footballs when I'm when I'm playing football. The only thing I'm catching is a code. <laughs> that was that was that's what you came with. Yikes! Oh, you you don't get Drizzy and Kanye. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. You don't you don't get the punch. Only thing I'm catching is a code, area code before I get them digits from a, a, a man <laughs> lady. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't even spit it out. <laughs> hey, yeah, you could. You ain't Neil Patrick Harris. Dang. You couldn't play a straight guy in a TV show because <laughs> you couldn't even get that line out. Nah, not MVH. <laughs> Good. Uh, but the kitchen, I gave a seventy nine percent. Yikes! <laughs> Let me hear this ninety something. I gave it. Uh, I was probably teetering on the last episode. I probably said ninety, but then dropped it to seventy nine. Uh, but you gave it a fifty four percent. Okay, so not too far off. Only about thirty something better than my fifty plus. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I am disappointed in you guys. Uh, almost called her Meryl Street. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy with another bad movie. Gosh, I'm so mad. Uh, so it gives you the victory there, moving your lead back up to 25 to 21. I'm going to look up uh, Melissa McCarthy, Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it got to be sure. like a seesaw. Up and down, <laughs> up and down. All right, but the movies we got for this week are... Man, let's go ahead and do like a 47 meters down uncaged. First thing popped in my head is 37. Which is funny. Winston! Winston! No, no Churchill. Oh my gosh. Winston! Stop. Drop. Let go. Shut him down. Open up shop. All right, so you, oh. sure you want to say you see it, 37? Mm-hmm. You know and it. you were correct as far as her Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> She was in some movie called Go, 91. Drowning Mona, 29. The Kid, 49. Charlie's Angels, 68. Mm -hmm. The Third Will, 33. Pumpkin, 36. White Orlander, 69. She played a paramedic in that. So far, she's only been uh, extras in these movies. The Life of David and Gale, 19. The Nine, 65. Uh, The Backup Plan. Here we go. Now she's in movies. 18%. Mm -hmm. Life as we know it. This is all in the same year. 29%. Mm -hmm. All right. She's still consistently in movies. Bridesmaid, 90. Mm -hmm. This is 40, 52. Identity theft, 19. Hangover part three, 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, She went on a streak of green. Uh, (laughs) The Heat, 64. Mm -hmm. Tammy, 24. St. Vincent, 77. Uh, Spy, 95. Mm -hmm. The Boss, Mm -hmm. 22. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, 74. Mm-hmm. Cook Off, 14. <laughs> Cook Off. Life of the Party, 38. The Happy Time Murders, 24. Love Gilda, that's a documentary on account. Can You Ever Forgive Me, 98. The Kitchen, 22. Mm-hmm. So now she got uh, super intelligence coming out. So 
based off of her her streak, she either gonna do two whack movies straight like or it. a good movie. I'm gonna predict whack, but what do I know? <laughs> hey. All right, but um, all right. So you gave 37 for what's it called? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I wanted to go with 30, but I'm gonna go with the. I immediately forgot what that movie's called. 47 meters down oh, that yeah. cage they with Jamie Foxx's daughter. 47. They shouldn't have made a sequel. They shouldn't have, but they did. So I'm going with 45 percent, which <laughs> I feel like is mighty high. But uh, so that's what I'm. This should have been straight. I can't picture why does at the movie there. All right, because yeah, the first one was 53 percent. Oh, then there's no way this is 45. <laughs> I'm changing mine. Mine's 30. <laughs> there's just there's no way. There's just no way that the audience was. score was 36. So yeah, there's no way. and they rushed it out yeah, and it got no names in it. It got yeah. the the daughters of famous people. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going with 30. You gave it a 37, and then last but not least, we got Angel Has Fallen. When does that come out? 23rd. Dang. I feel like I ain't see uh, too much of. Yeah, there's a, probably a reason for that. I don't know how this has become a franchise, <laughs> and it's literally dropping every three years. Yeah. And the re- the reviews ain't good, so this one got Jada Pinkett in it, so that could. <laughs> what that mean? Uh, hold on, let me. I need to do some research real quick. I can tell you what it was. It was like forty something percent for the first one, twenty six percent for the second one. <laughs> I'm going with this one going to be a slightly a tick higher at the the rare double double. I'm giving this one as well a thirty percent. He does he does some bad move. Now talking about uh, bad review movies, I'm looking at Gerard Butler's. Let me go through this real quick. This is outrageous. I'll start because his his uh, negative reviews is so deep. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll Never Die fifty eight. Uh, Tale of the Mummy seventeen. The Cherry Orchard, 54. Dracula, 2018. Harrison's Flowers, 49. Reign of Fire, 42. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life, 25. Timeline. <laughs> Timeline, 11. Phantom of the Opera, 33. Dear Frankie, 81. Le Match de la Vie, 26. Beowulf and Grendel, 47. 360. Shadow Company, 86. But he was a narrator, I don't count. All right, now back to it. P.S. I Love You, 24. Nims Island, 51. Rock and Roller, 60. The Ugly Truth, 14. <laughs> Gamer, 30. Law Abiding Citizens, 26. The Bounty Hunter, 12. <laughs> Do you hear how many bad movies this dude is in? How to Train Your Dragon, 99. There you go. <laughs> Some of the movies you were saying, like, Law Abiding Citizen, that was a great movie. <laughs> Machine Gun, he back at it. Machine Gun Preacher, 27. Chasing Mavericks, 32. Playing for Keeps, 4. Movie 43, 5. <laughs> Olympus Has Fallen, 49. How to Train Your Dragon, 2, 92. Gods of Egypt, 15. London Has Fallen, 26. Enemy Territory, 31. A Family Man, 13. Geostorm, 16. Dinner. <laughs> I think we have an entry of somebody to be on the suck list. <laughs> Den of Thieves, 41. <laughs> Hunter Killer, 36. <laughs> and once again, How to Train Your Dragon, 91. <laughs> he has done three good movies, and they're all animated films. <laughs> this little, that little streak with a family man, God to Egypt, Geostorm. <laughs> you said four, and then five. <laughs> that was bad. That's rare. 
Why we have a movie that's worse than movie 43? <laughs> back to back years. That's stunk. <laughs> he has several movies in the teens. That's he got he got he did back to he did a 13, a 16, and that was coming off of a 26. <laughs> He did 15, 26, 13, 16. That's, that's <laughs> terrible. It is sad. All the movies were like, Gamer, that went bad. <laughs> that went good. That went bad. Then the Thieves, his, his performance was good. Look at all these bad movies. Bounty Hunter, Ugly Truth. <laughs> yes, I love you. Bounty Hunter was funny. <laughs> Bounty Hunter got, got him that coveted 12%. Oh man, so where was I at? Angels Woo. Falling, I'm gonna give that. Hmm, what'd you say, a 30? Mm-hmm. That sounds exactly right. So I'm, but I'm gonna give it. For him, it sounds a little high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see. What am I giving this? What am I giving this? I'm giving it a 35. And that's me going high. <laughs> no elevator to the 26th floor. No. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No. All right. So for Angel Has Fallen, I'm giving it a 30. You're giving it a 35. 47 meters down uncaged, I'm giving it a 30. You're giving it a 37. <laughs> so you predict some stinky movies to be dropping here very soon. Um, any Blu-rays or anything coming out? I mean, I know one guy who's dropping that I'm getting tomorrow. And so far, we got. Uh, I wanna be your in game. Uh, Detective Pikachu. I put that as an accept as a gift because I keep forgetting that movie was quietly good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Curse of the La Llorona. Nope. Okay. I don't really need to see that movie ever again. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody saw that movie. All right. Then we gotta go to this week. Keep it pushing like a stroller. Close your door. In game. Like I want to be in game. It's a must have, but even though I am contemplating the f- waiting because I know they're coming out with that Affinity Gauntlet pass. That's what I want. So I'm going to just, you know, I already got the other movies. I'm just going to buy that. Buy this one. Beg Brianna to buy me the other one. And keep it pushing like a crow <laughs> cart. Yeah, and I believe that's the only other new movie. So we're going to do a throwback. And like the, a Tracy McGrady in a Rockets jersey. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. What should the throwback be? Okay, we're going to go with Ants. I'll probably just put it on the m- same time as Bugs Life. Yeah, I put. I remember that being the darker version of Bugs Life. So I'll put yeah. that in a mic stream just to see how that movie actually yeah, is. Yeah, I can't remember. All right, and that's it. Ants are icky, though. But anywho, Frank Frank. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> that was a reach, no toothpaste. I would say a basketball reference, but I I'm staying away from that since I clearly can't play for a while. Boy on the injured in the IR for a while. Uh, Gonna have to go into yeah NBA 2K, go to the edit player, go all the way down to injuries, and put mine out a couple months. <laughs> sad life, but sad <laughs> life. This has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. Um, <laughs> I really feel like we ain't did this. I feel like this is us revisiting something we used to do. <laughs> like, yeah, let's just try this podcast thing again. <laughs> we ain't did it in a while. <laughs> let's, get, let's take a whack at it. No, one no, I'm old. 
uh, whack out of the mole. What's the problem? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you answer your own question as to why that's a whack bar. I ain't even got the drinks I like. <laughs> that's terrible. Because Bri- Charles uh, Barkley. Oh my gosh. Brianna kept saying we need some bars. And I said, you want me to just rap into the closet? And for some reason, she didn't get a kick out of it like a soccer player. <laughs> but... <laughs> So I, don't, oh, I, don't, I don't understand where her mind's at. <laughs> it's clearly lost like a boy. J.J. Abrams. Like a boy? <laughs> you sound like a, a creepy dude that got a van. Like That boy was lost. I was taking him back home. I was going to stop in my place first. Those are true pedophile bars. <laughs> Dang. Uh, Free R. Kelly. What'd you say? You don't make us lose viewers saying stuff like that. Like a... <laughs> Trimming your dog's toes. That's a pedophile. <laughs> All right. So uh, it is I, <laughs> Leo Archibald, also known oh, as man. Leo the Average. That sucked. Um, like a vacuum. Like a, no, that's whack. Like a kitty secretary. That's how a pedophile. That was all right. Where's my, my rap book at? I just put it in my phone. A kitty secretary, <laughs> a pedophile. <laughs> Never be a kitty secretary. That's <laughs> whack. God. That is a. Fu- that's probably my favorite. Yeah, that, that's a that, cat's bar. That, that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that surpasses a uh, web series. You know, no, Spider Man. <laughs> Jason Derulo gonna say that whack line in that cat's movie. Dang, and then that make me like them. I'll get that a hundred percent freshness if he says like a kitty secretary at pedof. <laughs> so bad. I am the word bender. I am the bar technician. Yeah, you probably got to listen to recovery to understand that. Uh, uh, I thought you was close because you calling him bad from bad from evil. Because I'm like, you're wrong. Royce is bad. Oh god, evil. Yeah, that went over your head because you don't even know who Eminem Matt. is. Uh, all right, this has been. I, I don't know where I'm at. It's Leo Archibald. Last time I was, you was over the head. You was in school and they put something up on the projector. Oh, do they still have overhead projectors? I hope not, because those things was breaking down when I was in school. <laughs> you know? they used to movie day, drag that big TV out on that cart. Now what do they do? Everybody grab, pick up your iPad. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> We're gonna stream it off the the school website. Everybody had their own personal headphones and don't talk to each other. Hey. <laughs> I thought my computer started making noise. Uh, but it's Leo Archibald, Leo the Average, uh, Slim Nadies, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, Robert Balmain Jr., R.I.P., uh, Peter Party Starter, uh, Genuine, nope, Nate Yawine. <laughs> this dude wants to be other dudes. <laughs> Nate Yawine. Womp, womp, womp. Hey, Nathan has fallen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Once upon a time in what? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's Holly Nate. No. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, it's Nate and Shaw. Scary stories scary stories to Nate in the dark. <laughs> the Nate King. Nate in the lost city of gold. The Nate of racing in the rain. The Nate. <laughs> Spider Nate. <laughs> far from Nate. Nate story four. And bring the Nate, the movie. Also known as... The one and only Fitbit Mama Fitbit Mama Fitbit Mama 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 Fitbit Mama Mama and Rolly Man. I thought you were about to say and Soul Elgar. 
Tate. Is that what you think of when this song comes on? No, but I'm... you think of Shannon Tatum. <laughs> no, I don't. Dang. You ever have a bachelor party? I know who I'm calling to do the pony dance uh, for you. Whoa. You going to see Ansel up there with them jeans. And the yeah, this dude has the most plain jeans on in this video. <laughs> they probably them Wranglers. <laughs> Dang. Woo! Dang, if I was a good DJ, I would have scratched this into Jump On It by uh, Rihanna. Dang, if Tank can make albums still, why can't Genuine come up with no albums? Yeah, he must be choosing not to. He's just dying his beard black. <laughs> Timbaland, please find Genuine. So make a album. He couldn't even make a, his album with Tink. So, is <laughs> that her name, Tink? I think so. That sounds about right, but that's sad. That's you got to think about it now. <laughs> uh, but it's your boy Walking Pennyworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zandt, aka. Nah, I'm gonna just let this ride. Like a person on a, like a person on a, like a person on a roller coaster. Uh. Of course. If you want it, let's do it. Ride it, my pony. My you could have got genuine on there. Uh huh, let him do it. Ty Dollar put Jagged Edge on some songs. <laughs> Who knows where they at? Dang, she made a uh, dubstep album. Alright, that's enough of that. Show over. Is it? <laughs> um, uh, well, we got Gerard do- Butler sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just discovered that. Yeah, the, num- the numbers, the numbers don't, don't lie, don't Gerard. I tried to defend you because some of the movies wasn't whack, but the numbers don't lie. Eight months in? <laughs> I have to put him there. Them numbers is too outrageous. Yeah, he can go there so then it won't be as bad when uh, Chloe Grace and Rest Yeah, when we throw her up to Joey right. King dodged it like right, a dodgeball. So, all right, so is Gerard Butler starting at point, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, or center? <laughs> yeah. Or is this a positionless basketball team we're building? I mean, you got to get athletes that can play each position. Yeah, he'd probably be like a... Like a grimy, gritty old power forward, yeah, small forward, small, depending yeah, he, on the matchup. He can switch up. A, a Draymond Green type. <laughs> he about six seven. All right, so <laughs> all right, so Gerard Butler right now is our six seven Draymond Green comparison. That's what the draft and the, 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 uh, the draft analyst before the draft they comparing him to Draymond. All right, so Draymond, Gerard Draymond <laughs> Green <Draymond> Butler. Butler. <laughs> uh, all right, um, what's next? Uh-huh. Nothing. <laughs> this is pathetic. This is absolutely <laughs> pathetic. Years in, I just said how to end this off. Don't. And I, I've written it down before, just to see a pacing. Yeah, well, uh-huh. yeah. I don't. I never look at it. All right. Well, I guess I don't take notes anymore, uh, or come up with games because I'm said I'm only doing games once I get this piece of equipment I want. Well, I guess I'll hit up um, Winnie Arch on SoundCloud. The poorly uh, updated. 
page with uh, Leo's average thoughts and uh, before and after reviews. Go, go check it out though. Uh, hit up the Instagram Winnie.arch and uh, Leo's a- Leo's average thoughts on Instagram. More to come. Uh, Mordecai. No, definitely, Johnny we'll definitely not be reviewing Mordecai. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, hit the blog or hit the podcast up on us Spotify, um, uh, Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, SoundCloud, the great musical uh, on Instagram at Leo B. Gyllenhaal. I need to post more on there. I'll be forgetting. Like I lost my thought. Um, but uh, oh my gosh! Other than that, I guess it's time to end it off with a like a birthday party when you're a what? child. What? It's taking too long. Going, hold on. <laughs> hold on, because I'm making it up as I go. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Like a birthday party when your three year old's turning older. I wonder what that forgetting. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> I should edit that out because I don't want you that embarrassed. Nah, I don't want you that embarrass yourself. That I, want, I want the world to hear that bar. That's hard. That's almost as hard as a kitty secretary, but that pedophile. <laughs> Yeah, you on a road today with awfulness. All right. Uh, Stephen Hawking. Please he was in this. constantly on a road. <laughs> yeah, us handicaps don't appreciate those handicap jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they can't stand up for themselves. <laughs> I just started this off with the... Yeah. <laughs>